Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop, the guitar community. This episode, yeah, this episode, it's like an episode, but it's optional. You don't have to listen to it. So don't, it's don't, brought don't, to you don't by tell Stranger. them that. Don't tell them that. Oh, no, no. You have to listen to it. What are you doing? Don't, don't, don't you touch that. Don't you touch that. Dial. This episode is brought to you by Strange Joy. Sound better, play better. And uh, go to strangejoy.com, buy some strings and some cool accessories. Some They've got a new logo with all their new fancy hats and socks and uh, little tiny towels that don't cover enough of your body but they they dry pretty good (laughs) are you talking about the microfiber cloth (laughs) well it covers my microfiber just fine (laughs) it's like four by four (laughs) do you just come out of the shower just wearing that yeah (laughs) my eyes (laughs) and our next our next segment is going to be about finding help because you're going to need it after that call someone (laughs) it's it's okay don't be ashamed Um, but oh my gosh we told that i'm sorry scott marquette is that is how you pronounce it is it marquette or marquois I thought it's Marcourt. Marcourt. I don't, you know what? It is what it is. I'm sorry, Scott. Not the Scott on this episode, the other Scott. Um, but so go to stringjoy.com. Please don't tell them what you heard. Uh, that's between <laughs> us. So we want them to keep sponsoring us. <laughs> Scott, what's new with you? Oh, well, I'm, I'm entering therapy, apparently. Um, <laughs> No, I, I got a new toy in. Um, I got the Shure MV7. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, like the USB SM7B kind of style, right? So it's got the shape of an SM7B. It's a little smaller. Like I can, I'll. I was trying to figure out how to do a, a demo of both of them because, like, I don't know how to switch sound devices quickly. what if you recorded it like into both at the same time and just pan left or right or just like like edited the audio to go from one to the other like mute one and you could so like the the obvious thing i could do would be just you know plug the other one in xlr and just have them as two channels i just mute one in pro tools or whatever yeah that's what i was kind of thinking but i also wanted to show off the uh the built-in side of it because it also you know you don't need a sound card with this one it, it can be completely standalone yeah. and that's how i've been playing with it so far it's it's no, over th- uh, no so i i i used it on a zoom call the other day and it sounded great and i actually ran my headphones off of it which was actually really oh, nice wow. because it just it worked for me sitting in with my laptop in my chair because i wasn't even at my desk so do you think we're gonna see whenever the pandemic's over do you think we're gonna see these in every starbucks across the nation oh god i hope not that's just rude like don't if you're, if you're gonna have video calls and stuff like that, don't do them in Starbucks, and don't do them with the a share mic. That's, do the it's overkill. What? Yeah. What'd you say, <laughs> Carol? Mute. No, no, mute it whenever you're not talking, Carol. No, no, please just use I the uh, use the earbuds that earbuds that came with your iPhone eight years ago, and where yes. like put the mic right inside of the collar of your shirt, and so it just sits there yeah. and just goes. <laughs> Or, or every time, time you talk, lift the mic up right to your mouth and be like, I oh, yeah, I love people who do that. Um, anyway, no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to using it more. Um, there's a high likelihood that I might not be living at home for a while. Um, oh, it's, just, it's not like you're going homeless. I'm like, well, at least you'll have that mic to go with you. No, sorry, whatever. when I say not living at home, I mean not living in my apartment. Like, I might go... Um, live with my parents for a little while while we're dealing with some personal stuff on that side. Um, yeah. And so this will be a real big, nice little portable, helpful thing. Well, that was there, like, Cause I'm on, I'm on audio call, calls all the time. So, well, even then we had the joke where we were like, Oh, if you would have brought a mic, you could have done the podcast while you were in Denver. Yeah. 
like but like which i mean that was your time away but still like it's if you're you know going Mm -hmm. away for a while you've got a great option right there yeah i mean it's it's way easier than also carrying a sound card and also making sure that works and then figuring out the xlr cords and all that kind of stuff so it's just one usb cord nice and easy it doesn't run off of a 3.5 uh no okay i was gonna say because that would have been great for like if you were to do like interviews at nam like a sit down interview like up in one of the rooms or something well it's got an xlr out on a it. yeah you could do that too um yeah so that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah i mean audio wise i think you'll find it doesn't sound like an sm7b um I but it, say it'd probably closer to like an sm58 sm57 i think yeah i think it sounds closer to that but i don't okay. think it sounds exactly like 58 either um but it works really well so um Reinforcement for me. Uh, no. Well, you can get really up close on it like this, you know, like that kind of thing again. You you do get proximity effect with it. Welcome to Love Line with Scott Hamilton. Or not? Is Love Line the Doctor Drew show? Yeah, that was Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla. Man, Adam Carolla giving advice to young teenagers. Yeah, what you gotta do is make sure that she's fully asleep. Like, no, Adam, that's not it. Oh, Dr. Drew hit. We went there. All right. Yeah, we should probably, can we delete that out? I never edit the show, so. Dang, all right. Everyone pretend I didn't make that absolutely horrific, stupid, yeah, bad that joke. That was a bad joke. Bad joke. He, bad he, they, they never said stuff like that, did they? No, okay. no, no, okay. no. I like, I was being very exaggerative because it's the guy from the man show. Yeah. So him and Jimmy Kimmel, who's now a late night host. <laughs> who yeah. People share clips of him giving, this is the way society should be from the guy who used to introduce girls on trampolines. Well, we also get a lot of society information from a guy who used to make people face their fears and eat bugs. So, in fairness, that he in still kind of does that. <laughs> He's still eating bugs and making people face their fears. He Marijuana. just now talks about taking drugs a lot in the process. Yeah. No, no, no. It's really great. I was uh, submerged in water, and because of the salt level, I was just kind of floating there, and I was really high. I don't know how he went Jack Nicholson, but whatever. All right, let's move. Let's keep moving. That's I didn't your Joe get Rogan shit. impression. All right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't get shit this week. Let's keep. Let's go on to gear news. All right. Um, let's As see. we so both wait start? for our computers to open. Uh, <laughs> we start with Red Witch launches a limited edition dual channel clean boost, the Pristina. Okay. Do you remember when Red Witch like was about to go out of business? Didn't they get bought over? Maybe that's what it was. Something crazy happened. Like everything was on sale. But this pedal is very cool because of the artwork and the the, the pedal design itself. It's got the knobs on the very top where like top jacks would go. And it's got two foot switches. I don't know what they do. So I it's two independent germanium um, boost. boost circuits. So uh, you can cascade this? them into each other, right? And you can get that higher. Yeah. Um, it can run up to 18 volts, so you get some more headroom out of the circuit. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's two boost pedal, two germanium boost pedals in one. I I like it. The design is very different too. It doesn't. The artwork say... works really well. And Redwich, I'll be honest with you, I used to hate like their design. I didn't like their font and look. I wasn't a big fan. This is very, very cool. This reminds me of some like M Night Shyamalan shit. Hmm. So what I kind of think is cool too is they have a red and a blue LED for each channel, and it will go it will go violet when both are on. Oh, that's just kind cool. of a fun little quirky thing. Um, I'm trying to think. I love whenever an LED like I love whenever your light is like multiple LEDs and you can see different things. Yeah, it, it's helpful, especially when, when like not, people are cramming a bunch into a pedal. It's really helpful. Especially when it's not like an 
a digital pedal you know what i mean like those you expect like oh it's yellow it's green like whatever but like when it's like an analog pedal like a boost or something like this Mm -hmm. that's whenever i'm like okay that's really awesome that's pretty cool so they are limiting this to 99 pedals which is a very skinny run um each one is another limited edition y'all oh five thousand dollars limited edition pedals all pedals are limited edition if you really think about it um (laughs) um, sorry i just remember that meme i made for westminster last week that got posted i think he shared it on instagram today what was it it wasn't Wait, which one was it? You know how there's that meme where the the one astronaut is like, wait, this has been this this entire time? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy's shooting him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did he really share it? That's cool. Uh, oh, shoot. What was I doing? All right, sorry. I Joe Biden myself. I got confused and didn't know what I was saying. $299. Nope. Sorry. Yeah, for dual boost. Not for me, dude. It's a little pricey. I mean, it looks, it looks really cool. Like, it, it definitely, like, honestly, the look is, looks don't always get me to buy a pedal. But the the look of this one, if this was, like, 175, I think it's, like, the tops, maybe 200, mm-hmm. I'd be down. But, like, 300 and it's limited, no, that's not. Because I feel like anytime they announce it's limited, they're it's a cash grab. Not in a bad sense, but like they're definitely like like for me it's a cash grab. Like okay, it's gonna go to the people who can scrounge up the money the fastest. You know what I mean? It's not one of those. But oh, that's I can the say way literally money. every pedal is. No, it's not. Well, there's always a su- I mean, usually with all these companies, when they when they first launch a pedal, there's always a supply chain issue. And especially this year. Like everything like yeah. literally I, I we keep hitting know, on but, this topic like I for can't... like the last month, but like everything that gets released sells out usually pretty early on. There's always supply issues know, or there's oversupply what... issues. I know, but what I'm trying to say is I can at least save up for it. This one is not something you can, whenever it's like 300 bucks right away, uh, that's not disposable income for me. That's fair. It's a very fair so statement. Like, yeah. Like that's my point with some of the things. That's my small issue with, um, like and that's what I was trying. Well, all I was trying to say was like the two ninety nine is way out. It's out of my disposable income. Mm-hmm. It's it's out of something. So I know I'm not going to get this pedal. Yeah. Is there anything comparable to this where there's two boost pedals in one thing? I'm. I think the, I'm the, sure. the one thing I'm thinking of is the more 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 that Biggie yep. used to make. Do they still make that? Yep. I don't know, but this looks cool. I like the look of this. Yeah, I mean it's I about like the your- size of like uh like the Klon style. Or the KTR or like the kilt or. Yeah, it's a little big, but it's definitely like, um, it's just different and I like it. Yeah. Top knobs. Yeah. I like the top knobs. Reminds me of like the Octavia or the Tim where it's got some top knob love going on. But speaking of top knobs, only a top knob would own this. (laughs) Ivan has revised the RG565. I don't know what's different about this, but from every other fucking Ivan has out in the world. But it's got Floyd Rose. It's got some ugly colors. And the inlays match that ugly color. And it's humbucker and single in the neck. No middle pickup. Two knobs. It's actually a it's a humbucker in the neck. It's a single it's a it's a blade. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, if you want to look like a top knob, buy it. Yeah, I mean this is uh this is your 80 shred stick. I wonder if Jason's like what if Jason bought one? <laughs> it's just like that you. I I don't think here, yeah, like here's it. the same thing. I think you just made a great comment where you're like, same as every Ibanez. I'm like, I could have sworn this is already made. Right. I mean, unless you're an Ibanez fan. Yeah, what what is what is the thing that sets us apart from other Ibanezes? Like, is it the colors? Is it the? I think it's the features? colors, the matching color of the inlays. Okay, that's not a very common thing. Um, is that the normal Ibanez headstock, or is that a, that's a reverse headstock, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So it's got a reverse headstock. So I can see that there's a couple things different, but not enough to make. 
you know, me want to go jog. So. Do you think, all right, where do you think we are with this whole 80s shredder thing? Because it's had this uh, kind of resurgence over the last couple of years. Yeah, it has. I think that, I think it's almost like the irony thing mm-hmm. for like when the younger people are into it. Or there's the younger people who just happen to love freaking Metallica and shred metal and thrash metal and all that. See, I wouldn't even associate these with Metallica. I would I would think more this is like hair metal era. Uh, I, honestly, anytime I see something that's like a shredder guitar, I automatically just think Metallica. <laughs> like if someone owns this guitar, they, they know some Metallica riffs. Yeah, but I know some Metallica riffs. Yeah, you yeah you know some, but you don't know like a like this is the guy who'd be like breaking out like the four horsemen. Yeah, it's not me. Like some deep cut stuff, like Call of Cthulhu, something fun like that. Yeah, out of my element. Or he just knows how to play. Nothing else matters at Guitar Center. Just the intro, not the full intro. Just the boom, 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 boom. That was horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, How much are to, these? I was about to jump on the speaking of only knowing how to play guitar- Metallica riffs for the segue, but. Oh, well, if you want to. No, How much that would be insulting for... to the next artist that we don't really know. <laughs> um, Did you see a price tag on? No. Hold on. Let's do some well intelligent research. And by that, I right clicked and hit search Google. A thousand bucks. not horrible not horrible i'd say that not horrible yeah yeah all right i'm good speaking speaking of not horrible that moves us to our next uh thing australian multi-instrumentalist tash sultana gets their own fender signature stratocaster um so is that like their preferred what is it pronoun why does it say there where do you see that the the title australian multi-instrumentalist tosh sultana it's their own fender signature stratocaster oh I mean, it can be. That'd be interesting. That'd be the first time I've like seen it in like a, like, I don't know. Yeah, sure. They did that a few times. I, uh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It, that pronoun is used a few times throughout. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I just don't know about much about this person. Yeah, but... that's got to be it. Along with the launch, Fender spoke to Tosh Satana about their track, Pretty Lady, as well as the process behind creating the new Stratocaster. All right, so do I have to backtrack what my my comment was going to be? What about Metallica? No, about Fender made that promise that they'd have more signature artists for women, but if this artist does not identify as a woman? Well, I think this might be the first time that... Any guitar, well, most guitar, uh, probably this is the first, first time, time we've like, had to deal with it. And uh, well, I, 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 I don't want to say that uh, I said something wrong there. I, I should have said we have to deal with it. It's just the first time we've just been like, oh, I don't know. Had to interact with it or had to like, we. it's the first time I, I've, it's the first time I've seen it. The, uh, someone using a uh, non-common preferred pronoun <clears throat> in a two article. Straight white, two straight white guys deal with. Two stra- hold on two straight white guys try to be politically correct and fail. while dealing with huh <laughs> and fail to handle it gracefully well yeah but at least we're trying it's, it's it's purely due to ignorance on my part at least i'm an ignorant person um but yeah that's pretty cool i won't i don't know if uh but this is the first guitar i've ever seen that's ever been like it's not a f- female artist or a male artist yeah there we go that's what uh, i was trying to say do you want to talk about the guitar a little bit because actually i so i i it, my other comment here is uh 
you know, I I think I kind of knocked the last signature guitar we looked at is oh, it's just a fancy paint job on a normal guitar, right? Which, yeah, there, okay, there's that so side of it, it really being annoying, and like we'll get into more signature guitars later here because there's another one in the in the pipeline. I think. I do, I do love the fact that it's a humbucker single single it's hss configuration because that's not common for signature stuff i I think the only other person i can well no that wasn't he didn't have a signature guitar mick mars is pretty famous for that yeah and it can be tapped too and the other fun part is there it's yosemite single coils for the neck and in middle and a custom elanico 4 pickup in the for the humbucker so that's cool that's this is those are the things that make signature guitars signature guitars is you know unique features unique electronics unique sound uh, matching yeah. headstock which isn't super common the, i know the kenny wayne shepherd did it seems like they're doing a lot of matching headstock on artist signatures and i think it's a popular option that people want I, I love matching headstock the only time that you should never have a matching headstock is on a sunburst or any burst Oh, yeah, I can see that not working too well. That would be horrible. If you did that, you'd have to, I'd think you'd have to do like, if it was like a. What if you just blacked it out on a sunburst? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But if it's like anything else, like, well, I think that's more like a tobacco burst where it's like the dark black into it. I think sunburst. A a, a three tone sunburst in Fender has black on the outside. Whereas like a cherry sunburst or a cherry burst on a Les Paul goes to like like a a red. Yeah right which goes honey burst is more towards like a brown yellow yeah but yeah well, it, it, that... it looks good gold hardware love it early yeah, i know that, a lot of people don't like gold pops. hardware but but with red it's more like a corvette style and the only thing is is it would be hard to get rid of the get rid of that because it would look awkward with the fender logo being red on the headstock or gold on the headstock mm-hmm I feel like it would clash. Sorry, it's tacky. Wait, the Fender Don't. logo is always gold. Yeah, but on a match, but with this matching headstock, mm, okay. no, I think on matching headstock it can change depending. Let's see. Let's look up the Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Kenny Kenny Wayne, blue on black. Sorry. Uh, Kenny Wayne Strat. Okay, silver okay. hardware. And what color's the logo? Is it gold? It won't let me zoom in. Gosh dang it, I'm blind, people. Here, I'm going to have to... Okay. Oh, it is gold. I think with the red, though, with that red and gold, it just matches so well. It's like the Washington football team. Oh, that reminds me something for work. Anyway. Are you, okay. All right. So speaking of something for work, uh, I don't know. How much is that, how much is that guitar? What's that? How much is that guitar? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see a Let's price see on that the, one either. We're not on it today. We are. You see that ball over there? Yeah, we dropped it. Go pick it up uh all right it's gonna be at 1099 so it's probably wait, wait. from the mexican factory mexican factory yeah if it's if it's sub 1000 it's gotta be mexican i again i i actually i know this came Around. up earlier i was like i like this i like that the, a lot of these signature guitars are coming out of the mexican factory when they're just kind of like subtle changes no first off the mexican factory makes decent guitars especially when you're swapping hardware out on them like the pickups and stuff like that so that's that that makes them better um we go through this like it gets it gets it in people's hands easier but we could also talk there's like weird misogyny or whatever going on or like ageism or whatever where all these newer artists get the cheaper signatures and like you still have like the sevier avon and the clapton being crazy expensive so i don't know also, a lot of the artists that it's made in Mexico are not as popular as those artists that you just mentioned. That's fair. I mean, if, you know, the Edge says make this stuff custom shop and in America, or even if if, if the Fender, if Fender's going to do an Edge, they're, I mean, 
the only one that's made in Mexico that really surprised me was kind of was actually Brad Paisley. Not the Troy Van Leeuwen. That one surprised me. That it's made in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh no, not really. I don't know. All right. All right. I I think it's just it's it's kind of good in that way of like contemporary artists make more affordable guitars for the time because their their fan base is younger and probably yeah, doesn't I have mean, as that's... much money available whereas like a I don't I wouldn't strat is younger they yeah. can they could make that in America yeah like a Steve Ray Vaughn fan is not necessarily a 15 year old right now you know yeah on average I would say yes yeah now there are 15 year olds absolutely discovering Steve Ray Vaughn for the first time and it blowing their mind and you know all that kind of stuff but Texas it's like uh what was uh walk hard little Dewey <laughs> Cox that's what I imagine. Yeah. Just some little kid in his room. It's flooding down in Texas. Yeah. My dog drowned. All right. I still gotta um, ask, am I the only one of us that has a signature guitar? That has bought one of these signature guitars before? You don't have I, one, do you? I mean no. And Chris never bought no. one either. I uh, he no, he had Billy Armstrong, dude. Oh yeah, he did. He had a Billy Joe. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Have I ever had a signature guitar? No. Yeah, Wait. you did. You did. Um. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Fucking. The teller. Uh, yeah. Dang it. Like uh, Richie Cotson. Yeah, he bought one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was made in Mexico. No, no, that was made in Japan. Yeah. All right. All right. Can we move on to this next one? Yeah, speaking of while we're still on the signature guitars discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Gibson launches the new Slash Collection Victoria Gold Top Les Paul Standard. Okay. I'm so right, tired so of Slash guitars. Is this one relic? Oh, no, that's just the lighting on that picture. Yeah. Okay, how much is this? Three grand? Uh, probably. Like 25.99 euros. I mean, it's the same specs. Oh, it's a burst bucker too, instead of his like uh, his signature pickups. Uh, Isn't Seymour Duncan's his signature? Yes, I'm pretty say sure. So, <sighs> okay. I'm going to say something that I hope Gibson con- hears. We don't need any more Joe Bonamassa or Slash signature <clears throat> guitars. Stop. We've had enough of them. They're not his signature guitars anymore. The one Indian rupee is equal to 13, 14 cents. Just saying. <laughs> how do we get how do we get to that? Well, I I was searching for how much $25.99 in Euros is, and it never Those like, are pounds. I, okay whatever it's 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 too damn much speaking of too damn much this next pedal is too damn much in one box for as cheap as it is electro harmonics gets wobbly with the eddie a bucket brigade vibrato and course pedal all right i'm going to talk about this really quick because uh someone sent this they sent a screenshot right into the our chat room mm-hmm. and i was like i mean okay so the artwork is kind of cool it ain't anything to freak out about but this pedal is has been one of the few pedals recently that I have been very excited about, and I have to own one. Um, I've been looking for, I've got, so I've got the, how do you pronounce it? Christostom. Yeah, Christostom from uh, Westminster, which is really, I like using it for weird noises and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things that I and I didn't like it about the Julian, and one thing I I don't like is it's it doesn't I don't feel like it has a lot of uh control. I don't have a lot of control over it. I want to be able to shape tones and do weird like n- fun noises, you know. Um, this vibrato and chorus has six knobs. It has a volume. That's another thing. There's I don't like volume drop. I I I hear an, a volume drop. Um, 
this has a shape knob, a rate knob, a depth knob, an envelope knob, and a tone knob. It also um, has an expression input where you can either control the depth or the rate. Uh, it is not stereo, which a lot of people are upset about. Like, well, I want, want to go stereo, of course. You never go back. Um, and I don't care because I don't run stereo that often. But this is freaking sweet. It's $99. Yeah, it's real bucket brigade too. Right. Like this is fantastic. Yeah, you I don't have all these I don't get how it's can... that cheap. I don't either. I think that like this, this um, seems like, like feature-wise it should be a $200 pedal. Yes. That and honestly I was like this is really cool. This is really cool. And I saw the price and I was like are you effing kidding me? This is fantastic. There's people in other groups like m- making fun of it and all this. You're you're fucking stupid. This is great. Ben's going to love this episode. I'm dropping the F bomb like crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Um but yeah, no this is fantastic. So the the real feature to this that I think sets it apart from a lot of other ones on the market is that envelope control. That yes, that's it, if you have that hole, you hit it harder, it reacts differently is a, is a game changer. This is going to be I mean, I re- like I know people are like, "Oh, I soundscape. I like making cool um noises." Not like I like that's like I tell people all the time. I use wah totally different. I like using wah as more like a filter. You know what I mean? Like I I ride the heel a lot, and I like making I like looping cool noises and making like almost like a deep uh, mm-hmm. pat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I recently played guitar on this thing where I used a, a cut the mix filter, and I started listening to it again on. Um, it's just a preset on my Kemper. Um, yeah. And I was listening to it. I was like, this is kind of just a mid-range boot with a boost. And I was like, right. if I just reduce the Q on my um, my wah and hit the boost button, because my wah has a boost built into it too, mm-hmm. I could do that effect on demand using that. Right. And so it could just be like, I could actually use my wah as my like solo boost in some ways that you just kind of dial into exactly where you want it to be and just leave it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've had, I've had thoughts about that. And the fact that, um, you could also, uh, get the pedal from EHX that is pretty much like it, you plug it in, it's like an expression pedal, but it just has the two parameters and it jumps between the two. You pretty much can have presets. You can have a preset. Hmm. kind of like what um my phaser does where it's got i can switch between two quote-unquote presets where my parameters are the same and everything but i just change like the different setting well i change one setting mm-hmm. like this is kind of the same thing this is, but this is really cool i think it's neat i think it's awesome i think ehx knocked it out of the park with this for a 99 dollar pedal yeah, I think these are going to sell really well. Yes. And if they don't, that's ridiculous. This this has I have a feeling this will end up being a top seller for EHX. Well, I mean, chorus is still not that popular of an effect. It's it's making a comeback. I Look mean, how many people it, it are definitely coming. it's becoming more popular with kind of the the advent of more that I don't want to say it's like funk playing is kind of finding its way into pop music, but you know what I mean? Where it's, no, it's that wave sound. Yeah. That's I think like, look at the Albi with B- big ear. There's a mm-hmm. need for that. It's and people are getting that. Um, look at, uh, here's a funny thing. Look at the, uh, what's that? The guy Gautier or whatever, who did the, somebody that I used to know. Mm-hmm. And they did like the eighties version like there's people who do that. They do like the '80s version of songs, and so like that, they made that, it that sound is... like NXS played it instead. No, they made it sound like new wave. Okay. Well, I guess NXS was kind of new wave, but they're more. And when I think of NXS, I think uh, I got to let you know you're one of my kind. So what? Dun, dun, when you say new dun. wave, is that is that like British new wave? Does that like what's his name, Jazz Master Costello? Like that type of new wave? Was he new wave? 
No. No, not that kind. I'm thinking of I'm talking about like Flock of Steagles. Okay. Stuff like that. American New Wave. Well, Flock Duran, of Steagles. Duran, is Blondie, Talking Heads, Costello, technically Didn't considered work. New Wave. Uh, I don't know about that. The Police, Cars, Depeche Mode, The Cure, Culture oh, Club, yeah. Tears for Fears, Gary Newman. Guys, Scott's reading a list. In Cars, Dana. 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 In excess is counted is included in this list. Okay. Well, yeah, but the fact that Audacity had a genre that was just called Primus, that's pretty awesome. Did you know that? <laughs> no. I mean, they really Dude. do define genre. So I mean, they are their own genre. Primus is their own thing. That it was I was in my first band, uh The Shank and um we were recording audacity we were running instruments in through the 3.5 using a converter for radio shack dude it was so bad i hope but, mike picks up me rubbing my forehead deeply right now and sighing <laughs> but oh. we uh, i mean did we see did you ever have the app or the program tab it no but i actually still use audacity to this day i use it for work okay but audacity we if you save and you pick a genre for your recording uh-huh. there is a genre called primus and we saw that and we're like primus is so epic that they have their own fucking genre it's awesome okay all right i joke i joke behind myself i don't know where we're at uh so khdk electronics has come out with the Scott Ian SGTD boost and preamp pedal. Okay, hold on, hold on. What band is Scott Ian from, Scott? Anthrax. Did you already read the article? No. Or did you know that? No, he's also been in a bunch of other stuff. Like, he, he's okay. the dude with the crazy long goatee that just, like, every time VH1 has something, he's involved in it. Yeah, yeah, because he needs money. Not going to lie, I don't... I think he did a. I think he did like a super band at one point with like. Oh, Ted oh shit! Yes. Oh, dude, that was a show on VH1. Remember, they had to like, they had to make us. They had to like write a song and everything. Holy! I forgot about that show. Hold on, what was it called? A VH1 show. Show Ted Nugent, Scott Ian. That's what I'm doing. Like. Supergroup. That was the name of the reality show. It was one season long. Well, I think it was right uh, around the same time NXS did their their version of American Idol where they were auditioning the, the oh new lead singer. Oh my god, I remember that too. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just had a flashback. That one, I actually really enjoyed that one. It's from 2006. So I was in 11th grade. Yeah, I remember watching that one. And like, I want to oh, say... Um, Sebastian Singer. Jason Bonham was the drummer. Pearl Day was, I guess, like she was the other guitar player, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Evan Seinfeld, Seinfeld, who is he? What was he from? Oh, Biohazard. He was the lead. Oh, he is the bass player. That's right. Oh my gosh, dude! I, I totally forgot about that show. I want to, I want to watch that again because that was right about the same time Audio Slave was going too. Wasn't Damocracy. It? That was the name of the band. Damocracy. Oh, oh my god, so edgy! Are, are we going to get copyright struck from you listening to this right now? No, there's no copyright on this shitty song. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this name of this show should have been washed up. All right, can I be honest with you? I'm looking up. I'm looking up uh, Anthrax songs right now. And the only one I know is Bring in the Noise. And I think that's from the, which is the one they did with Public Enemy. On, it was on Tony Hawk, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? on Tony Hawk. And that's the only reason I know that song. Oh, I can't. Wait, wait, Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks again? That was fun. We've already... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't think that was the episode, but we did find an interesting fact. The most downloaded episode of this show is called Diaz Reads List. And it, it, honestly, I think that might be the episode. That might be. 
that's uh, like that's the episode I just gave up trying to steer the show in any way, shape, or form, and just let well, you just go. Scott, Scott, you do carry the show. Okay. <laughs> I hope your back's okay. Uh, it's pretty sore. I mean, Tom Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Because I carry I, the show. Because how many episodes was I gone in a row there for like a year? I dude, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just people being snarky. I don't think anyone actually thinks I do anything. Oh, I know. I know. I was, no, this, you know what? This show is like, it's all of us, you know? It's really, our our good episodes are when all three of us are there. When it's just like two of us, there's always something missing. So, yeah, there's always, well, yeah, there's us having a problem with uh, dogs barking at Chris's place because my dogs have gotten used to this. It only took him two years and 78. (laughs) thousand yeah yelling. Episode, episode 138 that's when they finally figured out how to do this yeah they actually have not bothered me one bit um all okay right. can we talk so, should we talk so, about the pedal at all or no yeah okay um i don't care about that band 250 uh, about- limited to 250 units yay more limited edition um oh. these will not sell that fast i think they will i think there's i think they keep, so they keep making scott ian crap there's got to be something like he's okay, just got to yeah. have like a dedicated fan base that just buys everything. All of his stuff is cheap. And like, but here's the deal. Here's the thing. I don't think that people who listen to Anthrax have $250 laying around. <laughs> Sorry. That's as judgmental as I'm going to get. Um, I don't think we'll see. I want let's, I say we track how long it'll take for this. I just, I feel Jason hating me right now. So, Jason, if you are hating me, just know that I know, okay? Out of stock. Jason. It's already sold out. Bullshit! We didn't even finish the episode. Mm-hmm. When was this? When, when did it go on sale? Like last week. Yeah, okay. It took a little, at least. It, it's not like it went out the first day. No way. <laughs> 250 pieces only if i see you flipping this on ebay i'll stab you in the liver now, dude go to the quotes are great on this if you go to their website i don't want to go to their website yeah you do yeah you do (sighs) my shopping cart's empty i gotta go yeah, I don't know why it linked there, but you gotta go to the main page. Mystery pedal. Get this if you want to stop shitting in people's ears with your ass tone. Sergeant D? Who's that? Is that the character on here? Uh, oh, we're edgy. The best feature on the pedal, the tip of my cigar lights up as you play. Fuck you, other pedals edgy whatever pending covid delays the pedal ships before the end of this year 200 piece 50 pieces only if i see you flipping this on ebay i'll stab you in the liver fuck off sergeant d sorry ever since their milter pedal i'm good yeah not my thing okay yeah whatever all right let's move on to the next thing the last thing the the thing scott he, scott's most likely to buy from this list today <laughs> go on and say it so uh john Mayer has teamed up with casio to create the g-shock watch signature model it's it's yeah. a digital casio watch okay. with a stopwatch in it and it's colorway is to match the um 6900 casio keyboard oh sk5 sk5 sampling keyboard that's the one diaz is just sighing so hard right now i just I, how much is it it's 180 dollars <laughs> Which for a Casio watch is kind of expensive. 
because we, we were looking these up earlier we, didn't we find like a normal g-shocks like 100 bucks yeah 99 which is about the the market that i pay for watches <clears throat> i've got fancy I've one, got but a, i never wear it i've got a fancy i don't you know honestly i need to figure out where i put it i have i have a couple fossil watches that i like one yeah. of them is my fancy fossil watch that i got at my friend's wedding when i was in his uh I was one of his groomsmen. Yeah, I mean, if if you're buying fossils, that's not too far out of this price point. Now, I would argue if fossils a nicer watch than a Casio G-Shock. Yep. This is much more like an everyday watch. Yeah, like every day, if you need to pick up your kids from the, like, soccer field before you go shopping because you're a stay-at-home dad who's wearing his all white new balances and says things like, Hey, skip, let's go down to the Kroger and find some organic vegetables, which is something that John Mayer is going to be doing in like five years. John Mayer is a dad. That's not a dad. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it's it's kind of just, it's fun. I think it's supposed to be a joke when anything, or it's supposed to be a quirky little thing because at least, you know, like five, ten years ago, John Mayer was like a big, like, fancy watch head. Like, he was always talking about watches. And I, there's like a clip with like him in the studio with like Kanye West and they're like bragging about watches to each other. So. I think that's more the fact that he's a honky <coughs> and he has nice watches. All right. Anyway, so pre- be prepared to see everyone in Gear Talk Praise and Worship with one of these in like a month. With yeah, their, with their Whatever. Red Wings boots and uh, drop cut shirts Where? that say WRSP or whatever the thing is. Playing, playing a pink Jackson dinky, ironically. Do people still do that? I, I don't know. John Mayer did it. He did it, and then I mean, then the Silver Sky came out, and then yeah, I haven't really seen right. anything else. All right, let's not talk about John Mayer. Like I like John Mayer, but I'm ever since the bandana, I'm just been done with him. I'm I'm pre bandana John Mayer. When what what are you referencing? Whenever he started wearing bandanas, when he started playing in like, Dead right- Company. Our like it was right before uh, that and freaking sombreros or whatever. Heart, oh yeah, that? he he had that with that one album. Yeah, the heart shaped warfare or something like that. I don't know. No, it was the one after that. It was Paradise Valley. Okay, well, heart shaped warfare or whatever. That's whenever he started wearing the bandanas. Heartbreak warfare. Yeah, that too. I don't know. I stopped listening to him. Well, you're, it's a shame. His last album was great. Like on a scale of one to ten. On like, a scale of like on continuum, a scale... like a continuum is still his best album, right? But like, this was up there in his top albums. That was still one of my favorite concerts I ever went to. Was seeing John Mayer on the Continuum tour. He was he opened up for Sheryl Crow. That's awesome. And then he did he come and out and do he, with her. Oh, uh, she came out and danced around in bikini whenever he did Daughters because this was last night on the tour. Oh wow yeah that's pretty good he had pino with him and steve jordan such a good so that that was the first time i saw pino paladino the second time was with nine inch nails so i've seen goth pino paladino and white guy blues pino paladino now i just need to see him with the who and i can see uh like classic rock pino paladino or uh if pino goes back and plays with um D'Angelo, but you can see R&B. Yeah. Dude, Pino Paladino is the man. Everyone needs a Pino and a Steve Jordan in their life. <laughs> if only. If only bass players and drummers were that good universally. Yeah. Oh, um. All right. We're going to go off on a random tangent. All right. So that's like, so what's one of your favorite concerts you ever saw live? Or list some of your favorites. I feel like we've had this discussion before, but um, Nine Inch Nails, 
I saw headline uh, Lollapalooza. <laughs> what year was it about? Oh, goodness. I'm trying to see what like, music they would have been doing. Uh, I feel like Hesitation Marks just came out. Okay, so we probably saw them around the same time. Pino wasn't with them there? No. That okay, might have been when uh, Juan um, Alderette. Okay, because when I saw him was the Hesitation Marks tour. Mm-hmm. And he was touring for that album, and Pino Palladino was with him. Yeah, that was the year he played Austin City Limits with that band, right? Okay. I, I don't know. Because Pino's in that band when he did Austin City Limits. That's probably the same one. They did that, was crappy not the, that was not the same tour. Okay. Did so. you see him after or before me then? I think I saw him before. Okay. Um, I feel like he played copy of a on on that tour, so that, that's why Did I'm placing they... it that way. Huh. Um, maybe testing it out. Yeah. Well, it was like his first tour in a while too. Um, let's see, Radiohead. That was a different year at Lollapalooza. Um. <clears throat> I'm trying to think which John Mayer was a better time I saw him. I've only seen John Mayer once. Uh, I saw John Mayer right after Search for Everything or whatever that album. His most recent album just came out. Like, I got a free copy of it with my ticket. Like, that was, like, the time frame it came out. Where oh, he, is that what he did his album sales like Prince did? Where, he, yeah, Do you if, know he, about- if, if he bought a ticket, you got, his, you got his album. So then, like, he guaranteed one platinum. Okay, so- they they built the album sale into the ticket price, yeah. so it looked like they're selling the album. Yep. Yeah, that's fucking shady as shit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it beats every al- every iPhone in the world gets a copy of your album, so that you have one of the best selling albums of all time, Age of Innocence. Oh, we're looking at you, Bono. Yep. Um, he was just trying to help the environment by not causing more. Uh, greenhouse pollution which by making the which in turn making everyone's phone download something spent some measurable amount of energy and harm the environment okay yeah you know what chi chong say fuck the seals save the whales yeah i don't get it it's it's literally that's a song he sings it's it's really funny if you'd watch it. You should probably watch Cheech and Chong movies at some point in your life. Yeah. You don't have to be stoned to watch them, so. Yeah. It helps. Like, I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, Rush Rush Live was probably one of the, like, that was, that was cool. That was seeing, like, living legends. You know, uh, uh, in a former life, I was talking with the manager of Rush about, like, attending one of their rehearsals because they were dealing with this, like, slapback echo issue in this venue and they wanted to fix it. Really? That was a cool exchange of emails, yeah. It never happened? I mean, it didn't pan out. Just couldn't get it to line up. I would have... I would have, yeah, I would have, like, turned over hell to get that to happen. Um... Rush was pretty cool there. Uh, I got to see Chicago and Earth, Wind and Fire tour together. That was pretty neat. Um, I didn't see the stage, but I heard that concert. Yeah, I got they, really they mad. Played a, they, they played the amphitheater out on Northerly Island here in Chicago. And so I just sat on my buddy's boat and in, in his dock. And we just like grilled and just drank beers on his boat and just listened to the, sh- the show. It was fun. Nice. Oh wait, no. Sorry, that, that was, was that was REO Speedwagon in Chicago. It uh, was an Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't like REO Speedwagon. That guy's voice just gets me. Don't and and then he like cut his hair short and it was blonde and he looked like a weird like lamb. Hmm. So that always made me feel awkward. Um, yeah, I got to see. Uh, let's see. Goo Goo Dolls. Got to see them for free. That was pretty cool. Matchbox 20 and Counting Crows. And Counting Crows did not play Mr. Jones. So You know, the time I saw I, the time I saw Counting Crows, it sounded like butt. Yeah, no, it was not that great. Matchbox 20 was fucking on it though. 
Yeah, I like Matchbox 20. I don't care who you are. Match, you know, I feel like if you've ever been around a white person, you have to like Matchbox 20. <laughs> or you have to like, like you have to like Rob Thomas in some form. It can be Santana, it can be I don't like yeah, I mean, what what type of person doesn't like smooth the summer the 1999 summer smash hit smooth by santana featuring rob thomas i mean it's a meme at this point so it's kind of it's become like that i think it i think on the internet it's become like oh yeah i hate nickelback where shut up a lot of people love nickelback shut up (laughs) i don't care no listen you know it's just a meme on the internet now like the thing about nickelback is i there's a lot of nickelback i do not like but if i hear never made it as a wise man i'm i'm singing like when that when silver side up came out that album was fire it was a big album i think it's it's when he did that spider-man song i think that was kind of when they 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 started going into like that people hate him they say that a hero could save us no uh where they lost me was uh what's the um photograph wasn't even it i hated photograph but it was the animal song just a couple animals oh, i hate that song so much i don't even think i know they, that song it's pretty much like the guy and the girl get caught by the girl's dad fooling around in the back of the car yeah that's the premise of the song all right they're running away from him he's freaking out i mean you got songs like you got rock songs that mean stuff. You got songs like "Mama, I'm Coming Home" by Ozzy Osbourne. You got songs like "Mr. Crowley," which is a history song, pretty much. Like that's. Then you've got like when they go into hair metal and douchebag metal is douchebag rock, and they're like, I feel like douchebag rock is like any band that the guy who wears a seashell necklace would listen to at his party where he just wants to bang a chick like that's this that's uh, Nickelback. careful with that why do you have a seashell necklace no i need to know i that? don't i don't think i ever had one no but i i start thinking of like seven dust and stuff like that and i know that you're gonna get upset so no seven dust is like I guess Seven Dust. In, in I its feel heyday, like... man. In, you gotta remember how mainstream new metal was, and like that era of rock was actually quite mainstream. And so, you, like, it was like okay like... to like it and be that no, douchebag, like bro. Seven... No, no, no. There's that. The, I'm talking about like the sleazeball douchebag. You're talking about the yeah, let's chug some Mountain Dew douchebag. Yeah, no, that's Seven Dust, totally. But that was Puka Shell Necklace, guys. No, not where I'm from. That that was the guys who listened to like Seven Dust who were like that were the guys who like had tribal tattoos and like that went up their neck. Like they had visible tattoos. They weren't like the, and now and now the, there was the Ed Hardy phase and then there was the uh, now it's Affliction yeah. shirts. I have no idea yeah, what, like, what it is anymore, um, but or like the the douchebag with like the the um the like wife beater, the black wife beater. Like it's not a white wife beater; it's a black wife beater. So it's a shirt, you know. It's not just an undershirt; it's a shirt. And um, I'm trying to think. And they he, they wear the jeans where they're like bedazzled on the back, like they're like. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we all lived in the 2000s and watched a Dane Cook special. <laughs> oh man, whatever. D- D- early Dane Cook was funny as hell. Oh yeah, it was after the month where he went downhill, and that movie's funny too. His movies were right. fine. I don't, I, I don't know why people hate on him, other than just like I just got tired of everyone repeating his jokes to me. But it's a B and E. That was a funny bit. I would, you know my favorite part of that bit was be like, what did they uh, take? Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it's like, 
Dane, 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 there's a car. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere. You're going to see them all throughout your life. Now, if it's a, what was he like? What do you say? If it's a seal or like, if it's, if it's, now if you see like a whale, let me know because that shit's interesting. That was like, now I'm going to go watch. It was, you know what? It was the people who repeated the jokes back, but like did the Sufi. Uh, And they said, and they're like, Sufi. And you're like, you're so fucking stupid. So. That was a fun topic, Scott. Was that effectively our topic? I'm, We're not actually going to talk about the topic we planned. That, this episode was just Diaz and Scott chit-chatting, <laughs> and you get to listen to us talk. So sit I'm, back, have I'm, a beer, I'm rewind sorry. it. I'm so sorry, everybody. I actually had plans for this episode. <laughs> We're in, Well, yeah, Mistakes this was a lot more me. fun. Yeah, we well we hey you know what we've got a topic for next week. Way to be ahead of the game, Scott. Keeping us prepared. Thank you. We already have a topic for next week. Not this topic. Nope. What? Or can you see the future? Do you know something that's going to happen? No, I can see the group chat with Chris and the thing that Chris wants to talk about next week. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. I probably should get my messages every once in a while. Probably. Okay, right, should anyhow. we land this plane? Yeah. All okay. right. So if you uh, are interested in planes, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash effects loop. Tell us your favorite plane. Mine is probably the SR-71, which, well, that's a fighter jet. We'll say a 727. Follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. Find our YouTube because we don't know where it's at. Email us at the effects loop at gmail.com if you want to suggest a topic or if you want to just say hi you can if you want to send us money don't send it to that email send it through our patreon at patreon.com slash the effects loop uh we got a lot of cool little perks uh you know the main thing is that you know for just five dollars a month you too can join our little chat group that we have a lot of fun in um and also big shout out stringjoy thank you for sponsoring this episode go to stringjoy.com and buy some awesome strings because all you're doing is sitting around playing guitar anyways treat yourself okay for the effects loop i'm diaz i'm scott and i did that all in one breath we'll see you next week bye just breathe dude you're okay all right Negativity always drawn out picture every visualized love in a 
strategize lies together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So. Oh.